0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. The introduction to the new series AI in Everyday Life, and it's kind of a thing. I put the title as AI in, and then Everyday Life, and then da da da. Next, next, next. So <laughs> listen to the end of this podcast for the next one coming up. Uh, so AI is increasing integration into our daily life. So it's not a question of if and when; it's more of when, and and it's moved pretty fast as of this recording. Six months, Mm -hmm. I think, since uh, Chat came out in its first iteration, and Mm -hmm. it has just really exploded. Now, um, there's so many apps, actually, online that you can work with. But uh, I'm here with Michaela Meek, our brand manager. Howdy! And with uh, Mitch Gregory, our creative director. Hello. Um, John, we miss you. We know. He's at home with the little one sick. And a lot of people are like, is John still on the show? Yeah. Sometimes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On occasion. His interview... Yeah. His it was in- released a couple weeks ago.
0: Actually, so. it was released this week as of this recording. Yeah. Well,
1: I was saying in the terms of. Uh- oh, yeah. I,
0: pu- <laughs> I pulled the curtain too far back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Pay
1: no man- attention to the man behind yeah, the curtain. Don't,
0: don't ignore that one. Uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about examples first of technology. And uh, so we've come up examples of technology in everyday life. I had to turn Mitch's uh, headphones down. Yeah. I have to do that because I'm not editing that out. That's hard to find. <laughs> uh, anyways, discussion on various uh, AI-powered technologies, they become a part of your daily routines. So and you probably s- don't even know it. Exactly. So if you <laughs> open your phone with Face ID, that's actually AI doing that because it does a 3C, 3D scan. 3C? <laughs> I'd like to know what that is. Yeah, Yeah. 3D scan of your face. It knows your face. Um, and so your features and it's learning you. Um, do y'all use, do y'all use that at all? You use
1: I that? I use it, but you know what makes me so mad what? is whenever my phone locks up and doesn't like want to recognize my face and I'm like, you're a feature for a reason, but you get so spoiled by just those AI t- related tools. You just expect it to like just work. But yeah. I don't yeah. know, I guess we get where we as a society 'Cause I'm not the I'm sure I'm not the only one that reacts that way. We just become a little a little greedy to this new invention and
0: I can tell you that we need to be a little
1: bit more gracious and
0: I'm uh, I've got an Apple four Apple TV four and it's got the remote with the uh, sensitive like magic pad on it. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm watching and going through YouTube, it accidentally goes past where I want it to go because you're using your thumb to swipe on it. Mm-hmm. And every time I sit there like an old man and go like, I miss buttons. <laughs> And so stuff like that, like I missed the button on the iPhone mm-hmm, because yeah. whenever it would act weird or do stuff, you just hit the thing and it would just fix it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a little bit more involved, but mm-hmm. it has to, I guess that's a result of that. You know, you give up that to get that new feature for, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even uh, I'm thinking of another example, the fire stick. Yeah. Like that was one of the, that's like one of the first ones I remember using is just talking the remote, what you want to watch, what you want to watch on YouTube or Netflix. Yeah. And
2: we've got We've got three Roku's in our house, mm-hmm. and one of them is the voice thing. And I've gotten quite used to using them. Yeah, like if I want, if I'm, if I'm, if I want to watch a movie with a particular actor in it, I'll search that way, mm-hmm. and I, I find that very, very convenient. We yeah.
1: always did it with uh, karaoke nights at my house. We would just be like, "Play, uh, Amy Winehouse. Uh, uh, what's that one? Me and Mr. Jones or something," huh. and just and then it would bring it up and. Start singing away.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's pretty much been in our lives already. AI is in different various forms. I mean there's Siri. Mm-hmm. Siri. Siri Exactly. Yeah. I mean there's machine learning, there's language models, there's all kinds of different and maybe the same model. I don't know. I'm not an AI expert and I don't pretend to be. But when you Google the subject or you start to do research on it, you realize that there's some things that are AI and there's some things that are AI like. And so it's you know, but it's hard yeah, to wait, differentiate. Where is that,
2: what is that dividing line? That's right. that's something I'd I'm more interested in knowing about what, what, what are those things that seem and behave sort of like AI but aren't?
0: Yeah, um, you know, I, another one I had was uh, social media feeds and and how it does that. I'm not too sure that's AI, depending on the platform, because it's still very algorithm driven. Mm-hmm. But uh, typically, exactly, yeah. See, that's
2: that's it. What what, what what are those things that's more? that are more algorithm algorithm driven versus yeah, which are, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are those things that are more algorithmic? Versus AI driven, right, right. right? Where's
1: that divider? Like mm-hmm. where? What? What classifies it as in this category? Yeah. I need a Venn diagram of <laughs> <laughs> of this. What's the similarities? But what are the differences? Yeah.
0: And as a coder, I'm like, uh, all right. Well, I know like the difference between an API and a GUI and a you know the, GUI? A, a, a graphical user interface. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and so like API for shorthand is just I'm not going to say what the acronym is, but it's just Coders use it. It's basically command prompt type of coding and interacting with stuff and creating things. But it's a little bit more nuanced than that. I'm really dumbing it down for time. But it's like, you know, a GUI, you interact with that every day. Like Michaela's kind of interacting one with one right now with our recording software. Um, and so, you know, those things, if that was AI driven, if this software that we use for recording was AI driven, it might actually live and dynamically level all the mics and kind of be very active about the environment and be much more sophisticated than what we're doing right now. And I'm sure there's some form of that out there. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that's a good comparison between an algorithm and that. Like, we're basically the algorithm that's kind of listening to the mics and making the adjustments to try to get a good quality of sound in the environment Mm -hmm. we record in, whereas
2: the AI would just do it. I mean, is it an oversimplification to refer to an algorithm as basically as code? Yeah. It's math. Right. An equation, if you will, versus AI, which is basically a program that is scraping data from lots of other sources to give give you an answer that you've requested.
0: I think scraping is a bit a piece of that when it comes to how the new Google search engine, and we'll touch on that a bit in the series, Um, but it it isn't really necessarily doing that. Um, One of the basic I guess, explanations that come from actually one of the guys that's at Google that's one of the engineers during 60-minute interview was asked. He said, um, if I say the word, if I say to you the phrase peanut butter and your response will be jelly. So it's predicting words. And so that's kind of what it's doing, which is a lot like how your brain works. And so that's where you start to get into AI. An algorithm may not necessarily do that. It may or may not. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a proficient person on algorithms. I don't know calculus <laughs> or any of the th- you know really high level like maths that are mm-hmm. out there. Like I failed algebra a lot. Okay, um, but at the end of the day, it's like I think that that's the probably the the, the draw of the line. is like this one is like way beyond an algorithm where it's the math equations and code. It, it is a part of AI, but then it just starts to build itself a library of words and phrases and things, and that's where it starts to become an AI. It's like, I know that word. Like, another example is uh, transcripting. When you transcript a a file, an audio file like this, I could say, move, but the transcript may say, um, I don't know, something like, I don't know, move club, Mm -hmm. you know. It does weird things. We've all seen it. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't say that word, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the AI can go like, well, nobody's going to say that in this sentence that way. They're going to say it this way. That word makes no sense to be there. So it's obviously the Mm -hmm. misnomer. So I'm going to replace it with what should be there. So it's almost like
2: it it works on probability.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So never mind the air conditioner. It's hot outside. We're going to keep going. (laughs) Um, So yeah. Uh, McKaylee, we'll take next one.
1: Yeah. So this is more into the segment of, talking about the uh, enhancing efficiency and per- personalization, like and adapting it in your everyday life and like how it's made your life more convenient in a way. And honestly, like the first example that I thought of was Alexa. And yeah. how like the moment you step into your house, you can just say, Alexa, turn on the lights and it turns on the lights. Some I feel like, or maybe it's Ring. They do like, uh, I think Ring may have like lock your door, like lock the door or, yeah. or whatever. But um, it's just how... Your whole house is AI. It's a smart house. It's a smart house, yeah. Or if you have a Google, what's the Google version of uh, that, the dot?
0: You know, I don't
2: know. I right? can't
1: remember, but it's either one of those two, Amazon or Google. Yeah. And just, I have one friend, her whole house is just a smart house. The moment she walks in,
2: let's turn on the lights. That can get really confusing.
1: And if it, the kids do if it are
2: If you're with a group of people, and if your whole life is all, all of the things that you normally <laughs> would do by just using your fingers or your hands, mm-hmm. you're using voice commands. You're always talking now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well the way that those are <laughs> the way that those are set up is obviously there's a device that is between the uh, outlet and the actual like like for example a lamp, but it, it recognizes your voice and it recognizes your accent and dialect. So right, right. somebody else can't come into your house and turn off your lights and play it. It's not like you and I back in the day, remember where it was the clapper? <laughs> yes. And any, any idiot can walk into your house and you clap and turn on the lights and then you got that one friend that wants to be a butthead and just clap again immediately, immediately after you and turn it back on and it's like, ha ha ha, stop it or I'm going to cut your hands off. It doesn't work that way with voice. Right, well no, I just, it's just,
2: now we're, we're going to be talking all the time because mm-hmm. everything we're going to be doing is going to be a voice command to do something. Mm-hmm. Opening doors, you know,
0: it's getting, like a start, fork,
2: getting a fork out of a drawer. It is exactly
0: uh, like, it, it's really funny because for years we've said, at least as nerds, that Star Trek has been a really good predictor of technology. And if you look at like all the technologies in Star Trek, and I'm like talking about like from the 50s, like the the original series. The 60s. 60s? Okay, yes. 60s. See, I don't know. I don't know. It's I
1: just like, watch it. Just,
0: and there's the age gap. Uh, but it's like, ever since then, the tablets disks everything is come out and then the computer and you're talking to the computer right and then you see the evolution of that in the next generation where the computer is more fluid and how it's talking to people because in the old series with william Shatner, it was like this and it kind of talked like that but in the next generation series it was like talking to a person
2: and they kind of treated it that way and mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're actually headed it's freaky anyway yeah, we almost got that we never got that robotic voice sounded mm-hmm. well we no well well actually well, i guess we did in in some senses yeah seems like i remember there were places where you would get you know a voice response and it would sound very robotic mm-hmm. like tele, on, on the telephone yeah you know, we get robo, robo calls and things like that
0: yeah yeah and you know it's the technology's gotten better and better and better in increasing speeds um, which has alarmed a lot of people but, you know, that increasing speed of that technology is um that's just a byproduct of like now it's I think it's always been there. We've just are now more aware of it, just like we are of everything else because of social media and the news media picking this up. It's a for them. It's a oh, look, we got impressions now. We're making money on ads. <laughs> uh, And that's all that is. Um, But A.I. is like people are. there's people that are afraid of it. There's people I'm like, look,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we know that. Well, that's getting into the next series, but it's just the or the next episode.
1: Well, I would say like when it gets into the next segment, it, it, people kind of understand that it messes with like the ex- uh, ethical and morale things, like especially with job displacement. Because if you have copywriters or uh, any form of creative person that is compo- writing composition, is like chat just takes it away from them or grammarly, and it just yeah. decreases that demand for that job or the challenges of it too. Like not everyone knows how to utilize it yet or, um, the advancements, like, is it how much more improvements are they going to strive for in order for this thing to it's, really strive?
0: It's really funny where if you look back over this news cycle, it didn't really, the alarms didn't get thrown until the music industry say, hold up, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> You're releasing music and creating music. Uh, and Michael Jackson's dead. And you're releasing like new
2: music right there was I just saw an article there um they didn't uh they apparently released a new Beatles song, right yeah, I
0: remember that, and that's really like everybody forgets the music industry is a pretty hard driver in technology
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know well, entertainment in general right? well remember remember Napster
1: it. And, mm-hmm. oh, and, yeah.
0: so there's always this curve, and I can't remember the name of it but it's like a technology curve, and you know. You go from Napster, and then a few years later, you get Spotify. The tools that become available to create and build that engine, and also the uh, legislation, either at the federal or locals levels, or start to catch up. You know, afterwards, because they're always going to be after the fact. Uh, you know, and that's kind of how you get to that. But Napster was a free download. I remember LimeWire. I think is what it was yeah, called.
2: Yeah, I remember that too.
0: Yeah, and so you would download movies and music for free. And then all of a sudden, you know, now we're in the age of streaming, where you pay a subscription and you just stream the, you know, stream it on Netflix or, right. you know, listen to it on Spotify. But it took a while to get there, and 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 so that that first iteration that rung the bell of change was Napster, saying, "Hey, this is a thing that's going to happen, and it's coming whether you like it or not." And no one liked it, and it was the music industry then that sounded the alarm and wanted to stop it. It is today, so. It's kind of funny. yeah. It's Um, kind
1: of ironic. And I just moved the table. (laughs) This this table's got a case of the weeble wobbles.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I haven't... I've used it to... Sorry, Mitch. I'm going to confess. I've used it to generate a logo and a brand guide. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Well, and that was my reaction to it. It was very... I mean, it looked like something you downloaded off of, like, Pixabay or something. Right, right, right. (laughs) It didn't look like a... I wouldn't pay for it. Right. Uh, And uh, I know that there's people out there like, well, that's what I need. I'll just go do it there and get it done. Right. I think as of now though, aren't they like uh, putting the brakes on that too, because of copywriting and everything else, because that was another thing that came out. I started making
2: artwork, borrowing stuff. Well, yeah, it's like, I mean, there's a, there's an AI artwork craze. People using these, you know, AI sites and, and programs to create, and I using air quotes, create artwork. But it's, in order for the AI to create that or it's not creating anything out of whole cloth. It's borrowing from other things. Let's see, this goes back to my interview when we were talking about creative direction, et cetera. That where is that line between being inspired by and just stealing? Can AI be inspired? My 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 first impression is no, because it doesn't it it does it's not a personality. It's a mm-hmm. It's it's a program for lack of a better description, right? So it's 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 doing only what it's told to do.
0: Yeah, it's dispassionate. It doesn't have the ability to know right and wrong and whether or not if it's ethical. Mm-hmm.
2: So basically, it's you know it's it's scraping the universe of of all these different ideas to compose the subject that you've given it to compose.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, I mean it's it's yeah.
0: Yeah, we've not really, uh, I mean, the legis- as of June 7th, legislators have started meeting about it. Some of them on there, like, it's always funny when congressmen and senators want to talk about technology, because <laughs> mm-hmm. they wonder if their Wi-Fi is connected or something. I don't know. It's comical. It's a collection of tubes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really difficult to watch, because you're like, and you make laws? Uh, But there is a guy that was, uh, I can't remember who he, what what state he represents or from, rather. He's actually worked in the field of AI, but in the earlier days. So he has an inkling of the technology and and what it's doing. He's just kind of like me. He's gotten older, he's kind of a little bit behind, and he's not done it in a while. So, which happens. I mean, it's a young person's game to code and to create these things. You know, when you get to be our age, we're more in that director seat and mentor seat. So, because some of the old tools are still very valid, they're still used. Uh, and they are still very good to guide and monitor progress in a healthy way because uh, the tendency is to go out and grab the latest thing and use it and it could end up creating more problems and fixing mm-hmm. uh, because by the time you get into it years later you realize well if i'd used this as a base i would have had a more stable platform or program to operate with you know at least that's my opinion um but I think that as we see, like it generate images and music, and it's it's writing scripts and stories. Yep. Mm-hmm. The writer strike is going on right now in Hollywood, and that's a billion dollar industry that's just kind of like probably weighing their options. They're going to have to come to some agreement with the writers eventually. Um, I hope they get their dreams and fulfillment because yes.
1: well, they they're the ones that are you know they have the idea they put it like they probably use. AI of some sort to kind of solidify yeah, or could. get more ideas or just get a more of a bearing on what it is that And they're that's trying it to get used. Well, yeah, yeah. At, at, at this it's point, it's
2: a tool. At this point, at this point, <laughs> the trend in Hollywood isn't—they real. are just tend, tend to be recycling old ideas exactly. right now. In yeah. way, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> a way, well, a lot of, of remakes. Of like, Okay, well, so what's the difference between having real writers now and having AI cuz you're just recycling old stuff anyway. Yeah. You're not coming up with anything new.
0: Right, and that's the thing that AI is not going to do, but at the end of the day it's like you still need a person, a human being cuz AI is just it's an input. That's why I call it prompts. You're prompting it. You're not you're not asking it to be creative cuz it will tell you, I can't do that.
2: It's not doing anything on its own.
0: Yeah, it's 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 an it's an yeah. it's whatever goes in, whatever comes out. That's that's how that works. So I think that, uh, you know, we're, the story's definitely not over with AI. Um, Michaela, any thoughts? Closing thoughts?
1: <laughs> AI is not all bad. It's not all bad, people. There. <laughs> and not all good. And not all it just, good. It, it it's just is. It just is. It's all about your experience with it, how you utilize it, and just don't let it consume your life yeah, because it's, it's, it's you like get right, greedy. <laughs>
2: at this point anyway, right yeah. now, at this point, It is a tool Mm -hmm. and whatever good or bad comes from it is how it's used.
0: Yeah. But it's in everyday life. It's in your car. If you have a Tesla, if you're one of those few lucky people, Mm -hmm. I guess, uh, you know, it's in, uh, it's in Siri, uh mm-hmm. or whatever we call Google. We never I never it never clicked in my
1: brain. Uh an echo or no, the, the echo is no, but, for the,
2: but they have a name for the they have a name for their yeah persona their I think it's a, as well. It's
1: a dot like a Google Dot or something. Yeah,
2: yeah. And not, I'm pretty
1: sure I've seen a cube, but I don't know. They probably have all these kinds of other like different brands that we're not familiar with too. So Yeah.
0: If anybody out there knows and is listening to this episode, go to our Facebook page and leave a comment. Say, hey, it's this. Uh, I figured out what it is for you, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. fill in the blank for yeah, us, will you? Yeah, fill in the blank for us. <laughs> Please. Uh, um, but uh, if you like this episode, you can go to nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast. Uh, I think by now a lot of people can pick their favorite um, app, and they don't look for Nerdbrand, and they'll find us on Spotify or Apple or all the things. So You can't escape us. Yeah, yeah. We've kind of, after four years, it's kind of that way now. <laughs>
1: We're everywhere.
0: Like AI. <laughs> We're ever present, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we don't talk like robots. Mm -mm. Uh, So anyways, tune in next time. We're going to discuss AI in blank, and I'll let you guys out there listening. uh, Well, go tune in to find out what the blank is. So thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you again.
1: We want to thank our listeners to this episode of the NerdBrand podcast. You can check out this episode and future ones at com slash podcast or head Apple podcast or Spotify app, and search for NerdBrand and download and subscribe. We'll see you next week. And remember, keep your NerdBrand strong.